0: Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast. Thirty minutes, forty-five for patrons. Jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez,
1: and I'm Brad Binkley.
0: We still don't have a president. We for don't. Next time. I don't think so.
1: I thought Who, part of the country had one, and the other part of the country had another. <laughs> Maybe a that small would be
0: fine. That would be fine. There should be three. It should be like Pakistan. It could be just Bangladesh, like the Civil War, right? And India. No, do it like Pakistan, Bangladesh and India. Like just have like the most of America would be the India and like New York and California would be the Bangladesh, Pakistan thing. You know how that worked. It was broken up by religion and then they were separated by distance. So it was like one big Bangladesh, I think.
1: I'm OK with that. As long as Biden and Trump have to share a bunk bed in a small room in the White House.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I, 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 I envision one possible scenario as two presidents the way there are right now, two popes.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, that's weird, right? Like people say this is the last president, the last pope.
1: And here we are in this weird nowhere land. And we'll be there for a little while longer, stretching out that drama, trying to be the most interesting thing on television so that we don't turn the channel.
0: Speaking of the Pope. The I just saw a headline just two seconds ago that said Pope congratulated Joe Biden on election win, making church leader latest to ignore Trump's refusal to concede, like how twisted Is that sense? He's ignoring Trump. Why should Trump concede? Biden is the one who jumped the gun.
1: There's nothing that has been illegal in challenging it. You're allowed to do that. Nothing's been certified. The process is playing out. Yet they want to prime the public to condition people to think that it is said and done over and Trump is being a tyrant resisting to leave.
0: Or just make it a done deal there's no turning back it's too entrenched think of what would happen but that plays into the latest headline on the actual election battle which I see here on Fox is Pennsylvania Secretary of State a judge ruled that or said Pennsylvania Secretary of State overstepped authority by changing the election deadline so here's the problem with that you had reliance on what people understood to be the law. If the law wasn't enacted correctly, whatever, there is definitely a concept of reliance. Can you then go back? So the Biden people are going to say you can't go back because it's too late. And that, I think, is a, is reflects their overall strategy. Let's just make it a done deal. They obviously have media complicity here.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Can you imagine If. This were to get thrown to the Supreme Court and it were to favor, fall in Trump's favor, the absolute revolt. If you really want to expand that resistance party, that those people who are willing to take action, even violent action, what better way to do it? Not not just having Trump win, but having them think that Biden has won, that they have won, and then having victory snatch from the jaws of defeaters well, or is it vice defeat, versa? Defeat them, stash from the jaws of victory. That would have been so good had I got that right.
0: <laughs> it would have, but it was good anyway, because the point is very good. And that is that it would really, really trigger them much worse having them here in this position. And the only reason, like it seems to me to be a, a done deal. It seems like wall street thinks it's a done deal. And that does have information value there. But, but I would say that the one thing that keeps me thinking is if they really, it, they either think that we've had enough of the crisis and they can't get any more out of us or they don't and if they don't and they want to roll in phase four or whatever we're at now what would be you're much better off having the maniac antifa left people freak out with they don't have jobs and stuff you know students people on on the dole but it's going to be a lot harder to have the right be the illegitimate element in the civil war.
1: Right. And one of the tactics of propaganda you can read a lot about this tactic in Jack Lule's propaganda is they the public can only take so much agitation before they crack, before they completely collapse. Now, if that's the point then the agitation will continue. However, if that's not the point, if the point is a more slow cultural change transformation, then there does need to be that period of alleviation from the constant agitation because it cannot go on they can oh, they we will crack under it it's just depend on what goal they have in the immediate future depends on the tactic they'll take
0: well i don't want to jump around but the the build back better thing you and I both have done a lot of research on this it as far as my research what I concluded was it started in the wake of the Indonesian tsunami which killed hundreds of thousands of people really destroyed that place then that expression and format gained a lot of traction with the Haiti earthquake and then there was a typhoon in a country called Yolanda which I did not even know was an actual country maybe maybe something other than a country, but it's very clear, I could walk you through the steps, but the commonalities with all of those movements are massive infrastructure, destruction, and then And then a very expansive rebuild of everything from the infrastructure to the economy to all of that stuff. And if they want that kind of thing, I think that they are, they can push us into this virtual world where that destruction is. You know, is it mental? Like to get to the Jacques Ellul thing, is it is it mental to say, okay, now the kind of destruction we're looking at isn't necessarily a tsunami or an earthquake or typhoon, but we're in the virtual world, the destruction can be mental.
1: Yeah, that's interesting because. They're treating it the same way. All these instances of Build Back Better before the Bill Clinton Haiti instance, which ended up being a disaster. There was no relief even after the Build Back Better efforts. Are we going to have a similar aftermath as that is. They are treating it as a total destruction. So are we waiting for a total destruction or are they just treating it, like you said, as a total destruction of kind of the physical world, shifting us to the digital world? And then they can build it back better in their own values and the way that these people who are completely detached from our voting system are deciding what our reality is in the future.
0: Well, this dark winter talk. And when you look back at Event 201, we should do Event 201, a retrospective, like as for Roxanne videos, idea. go back to the calls to action and everything, go back to the newscasts. I mean, it's, it is upsetting how close it is to that.
1: Six five three eight
0: eight three eight. So, the So, this Build Back Better thing, the way I think about it is I feel like they, seeing how much they accomplished with this kind of thing in the past because of these very destructive, supposedly natural phenomena unaided by their plottings, I'm not sure about that. I don't really know how that stuff could possibly work. But it looks to me like They knew what they wanted to do. They were inspired by the concept of build back better. And they reverse engineered a way to bring that in to us by giving us this disaster. And instead of actually destroying the physical world, it's like a cobalt bomb. Is that what they call it? Or just kills the people and leaves the building standing. Like the problem with nukes is that at destroy, you, you can't really harvest the assets. You can't really pillage... The place if there are people and and the way they're doing it, it is literally just killing the people and I and I am still waiting to see and I, I don't want to see it, but I, I bet it's true. They're going to send they're going to export up the wazoo ventilators that they are mass producing here and that will spike death tolls around the world is my fear of what the dark winter really means.
1: Yeah, I've been worried about that as well. Since the beginning, I didn't know that there was something called Dark Winter when this all started, but I've been worried that they've been conditioning the public to wear these masks because they talk in the crisis communication manuals that you prepare the public using fear before the actual threat arrives so that when the threat arrives, the public is ready to do what you tell them from all that practice. So. If there is a dark winter coming, if there is some sort of bio weapon or something else, then perhaps that is some of the reasoning for masks, although I don't know how effective a mask would be
0: well, actually, it's my suspicion that the masks are actually known to make you less healthy quite possibly so that what they're actually doing is setting it up by making us less healthy and ween dm'd me saying that she heard some report about how supplements are bad for you and this was right on the heels of me reading an article just two days before these are the past few days that Threw up on it was thrown up on my Yahoo feed like when I opened my browser there are three articles there and that was one of them supplements are bad for you and Ron Paul used to complain that they were trying to regulate supplements and I feel like if if Big Pharma is real or Rockefeller medicine or whatever is really running the show going forward if they give you this. Like that Pfizer vaccine, which is like the gene. Remember I was talking about how only one in 150 require freezer stuff and they're going to use that explanation to foster infrastructure changes around the world, stuff like that. Pfizer, that vaccine, the Pfizer vaccine that's supposedly 90% effective is one of those vaccines that require freezing so, yeah,
1: I saw that you were all over that.
0: Yeah. And I mean, because it was just so weird. It's like there's only it's like you don't want to freeze it. It's you know, that's that can't be right. Freezing destroys things. It damages things. And they were setting us up for that. And I just feel right, like they, they were because they knew that sick.
1: they knew that was the case. Yeah. But now they're introducing this problem just now. But they knew that for a long time.
0: Yeah. And, and I just feel like they they're look if that's why I worry about this vaccine. I almost feel like this whole entire thing. This whole entire thing was to introduce us all to having to get shots twice a year and not just flu shot. The flu shot isn't enough. And that if you have to get shots twice a year and it, and it is this thing where it's puts, it doesn't actually edit your genes, but it creates like RNA that will create proteins in your body and stuff. It'll, as a genetic function twice a year bombarding your body with something that fabricates this weird ass unnatural protein supposedly that's what it does but in any case they're giving you shots twice a year to healthy people they could very easily be impairing our health and not improving it in the service of destroying our liberties and and just raping us financially and it through whether it's through taxes or, you know, health insurance, which it is not health insurance. It's flat rate health care. But they should they could be setting us up for I mean, that could be the primary reason for all of this is to get us to get two shots a year.
1: It could also serve as some sort of nationwide experiment on genetic editing. What happens when you alter the genes of individuals?
0: But it, huge test sample push back on me on that. I I don't know if it it, it it supposedly doesn't actually do that. It it supposedly just introduces this RNA into you that will have a genetic function, but doesn't go in and splice your genes right. like CRISPR.
1: Well, I mean that might be what it's claimed, but like yeah, yeah, if right, you're gonna right. give it to a we bunch of people, know. find out what happens. Maybe there's people flying oh. around. Maybe second heads are growing.
0: Totally. I mean, when things like the, these things so experimental, it takes, it can take decades for the long-term impact of a, of a toxin or a medicine to come. That's why, like with Gardasil, I, I, I was like, I'm not just out of instinct. I said, like, you can't give it to my kids. It just hasn't been around long enough. Whereas like Prozac has been around a long time. I don't know if it's good or bad, but it's been around a long time. And that at least means that whether they liked it or not, the entire population of the United States was a test experiment on Prozac. Right. And you it, know, still I don't know. it still yeah, is. It still is because there's
1: a major problem when people when Prozac stops working for people, it has a really, really drastic impact on them. And they well, have not solved that.
0: That that I'm not sure that's that's not as true as it is for like Lexapro and some of the other ones. Prozac is more mild, but I'm not saying that doesn't happen. I'm sure it does happen. But uh, they won't, I don't think they really follow up on the science for that, on the studies. You would have to just kind of observe it yourself. But at least there's so many samples of it, you can observe it yourself. So... You know, that's all I'm saying is like, oh, yeah, my brother took that and he got super sick, you know, and then people like, oh, yeah, all right, I'm not taking that. You don't need a science. But if it's completely experimental, it's not in the community for 30 years. You don't even have that cultural wisdom to go on.
1: Right. And if something freakish does happen. Like you said, they've kind of been pre-programming us to say that it's a COVID-related thing.
0: I still think they started with that vaccine symposium in the UN last year that got a lot of press. Dr. Shiva came out and just threw... Traditional, conventional vaccines under the bus from a classroom at MIT. Right away, I was like, "What are they setting us up for?" Second gen vaccinations that don't have that kind of myelitis taint. And I think that is—I think that's coming to pass because that's what the that sounded really
1: dirty myelitis taint.
0: Myelitis taint, reggae myelitis. That's a real song by Peter
1: Tosh. Oh, interesting
0: i for one am sick of 2020 so i've decided to make a renewed commitment to a better life true hemp science is part of my plan since i discovered true hemp science i have made cbd products a highly rewarding part of my routine from muscle rub to body lotion to cbd oil and my absolute favorite gluten-free brownies i've incorporated cbd products into my personal program of improving my mental and physical well-being Whether you know you like CBD products, but have questions about quality and purity, or if you know nothing about CBD products and would like to know more, our friends at True Hemp Science are there to answer all your questions about CBD in general and their products in particular with free personal consultations and a wealth of experience and expertise. And... They always have something special cooking for Propaganda Report listeners. So please support these friends of the show for yourself or someone you love at TrueHempscience.com.
1: I think the question for me when I hear build back better is for who? Because it's build back differently, whether or not it's better or worse is going to be you know, be subjective based on the situation that's in. And since the people who are creating this new world that they're building back better are completely detached from people on the ground in this country and other countries, these people, all these globalists that connect above the countries, they're deciding what the individuals in the various countries is going to be the better for them. And I just don't see how they can have an understanding of what is actually better for people. I think it's better for them, probably worse for most people.
0: Regardless of what you think about COVID itself, the policies are so disproportionate and destructive. It is very clear that individual rights or individual well-being is of no concern to them whatsoever. They do not think in terms of individuals. And of course, only an individual can feel pain. That's what it comes down to to me. Only an individual can feel pain, so they they're merciless, and they must know in their hearts that they are not vulnerable to any blowback or anything.
1: Yeah, absolutely. In the Rockfin video that we're going to record tonight, I play some clips from a recent CFR discussion on global governance. And man, they are straightforward with what the problem is and, and how it needs to, and that it needs to be eradicated. That we'll talk about in that show. But one of the things that somebody says in this panel discussion, this is. An official from India He talks about how This problem of the anti-globalist Sentiment in America That people don't trust These globalist institutions And he's talking as though He's baffled Like he doesn't understand why He's saying They think that, they think that the, These globalist institutions The people who are running them Are just detached From the man on the streets And the man on the ground Yes, of course they are And how could you not understand Why that would bother people? Just to, I don't know if he's unaware or just a complete sociopath.
0: I wanted to hit on one thing from from earlier—the whole tainting thing. Yeah. Before we move on from all the Trump stuff, the did you? So I, I've been seeing all this stuff about Proud Boys and Q, and you were telling me that Trump is now on Gab, and I can't tell whether. You know, I'm open to the possibility that they are just ready to give it to Trump and are just trying to gear up some... Some counter violence to the um, immense amount of violence that may still I mean, they were teeing it up for the left to go freaking bananas for Trump to steal the election. But it looks like Biden is stealing the election and that won't have the same impact. But if that if they've pushed people as far as they can go and they're ready to just give people a breather. I mean, I i think even in uh, in torture chambers, they have to give you a breather so you don't die. Yeah. But that they push. They're pushing everybody into Gabriel. I knew I was looking for a, a, a GIF on Twitter. I wanted it to be the two party PSYOP or like, you know, you, you see like the red and the blue guys are both puppets and there's one puppet master. You've seen pictures like that, like two wings yeah. of one bird, yeah. right? And I knew no matter what I searched, cause there's a search box to find like those little pictures, it would not allow me to put up, it would not provide me with a GIF on, on the two-party psyop that they're two wings of the same bird like it and that's a very common thought uh-huh. so on twitter you cannot have that thought of course on gab i don't know how they do their gifts but you can definitely have that thought on gab and that reminds me of how the times i've read authors saying that they were censored or redacted or whatever by the cia before their book could be published the, method, the the message is, and I've heard this before, and I've seen it on Fox and CNN, you can say certain things to certain people, but you can't say those things to people in a different group. They silo yeah. information much more than they just simply suppress it. It's out there, but it's siloed so that you're always in an echo chamber, and you're really never going to get past that impasse. And I, I feel like I feel like that is an element of what's happening right now. And it I, could
1: harden both sides on the left and the right on Twitter, on Gab, the digital c- civil war. Will it manifest into physical?
0: Yes. And I think that they're really trying to piss people off. Did you hear what Eventbrite did? No. OK. I don't know if they're playing a game or what. I, I, it doesn't seem like it to me. I don't think they are. Uh, but. A woman, Amy Creamer of Women for America First, planned as part of one of many, I guess, rallies to to stop the theft of the election or whatever in DC. So, event. So she tweeted. Now, is that
1: on the left or the right? Because both both sides. It's to
0: the right. Yeah. It's a pro Trump rally in DC. Right. So I couldn't get anybody to do an anti-lockdown thing. But of course, like for this guy. Yeah. So anyway, she so she said she tweeted out Eventbrite wrote to her and said, your thing is full of misinformation and we're taking it down. We don't approve of your event and we're taking it down. She Kramer said that Eventbrite emailed the participants, the, the RSVP people and said that the event was canceled. She didn't offer evidence that they said it was canceled. They might have just said it was taken down. So it's hard to know like how far they went, but they Eventbrite censored this activity and and that that will is more likely to trigger people than it is to make any difference in the world. You know what I mean? Eventbrite didn't make any difference except for our trigger people.
1: Yeah, and that Move by Eventbrite, that falls in line with what we've been talking about, that the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset is trying to implement worldwide. These ESG standards, these social justice and environmental standards that that they want companies to do and then have to show them. The social credit scores for corporations is what it essentially amounts to. And that falls right in line with it. That
0: reminds me of something I've been like piecing together. I don't know if it was World Economic Forum. I saw it at first or where, but there is this really robust movement at the top to get people of color in positions of authority in, in scientific institutions to the point where I've noticed that some of the kind of chemistry website or biology website or whatever every every one of the people who's in a position of authority there is a person of color and like all the articles are about about equality in that thing and i'm starting to wonder and i absolutely think this expression is uh Could is offensive, but I can't help but think, feel like it's reminiscent of carpet bagging, where they're putting people up, they're tapping people, they're giving them these positions, handpicked, of course, maybe like Stacey Abrams or AOC or whatever, and they're putting them in a position to to shepherd through ideas and stuff and focus on the racial questions, so that it will, they could perhaps misdirect criticism. On a race thing, like Obama with Obamacare. We've been fighting socialized medicine since since the Russian Revolution in this country or since FDR in this country. Nobody could ever get socialized medicine pushed through. But what Obama was championing it, often it was... People said, you're just against it because you're a racist yeah. and you can set that narrative up. And I see that narrative emerging in those in the kind of, you know, because the science is all about the authority now. It's not about science. It's about who's the priest.
1: Yeah. Buy and a lab coat if you want more yeah, authority.
0: Yeah. But the science itself should have the authority in the paperwork. But they it's just like the media always not they're, They've begun to not give evidence because they don't want you to even. Think about that as an option. I just It's just something to
1: kind of Absolutely. roll around in your it, it's brain. Short, sir, that's brainwashing. It short-circuits the logical thinking, and it makes people who would engage in logical, critical thinking stay silent. That spiral of silence. And that also is part of that great reset ESG practice. I'm interested... In, I'm going to start taking notice when I see companies make these moves, because we're seeing more and more companies do these social justice moves that don't that you wouldn't think would align with profit, but absolutely align with this World Economic Forum Great Reset standard. I want to look and see who is funding them, who the global shapers are that the Great Reset talks about, because part of the way they're going to hold companies accountable to these standards is they're going to withhold the trillions of dollars they say they're going to be given in subsidies to help keep these companies afloat. So, I wonder if... Eventbrite who is giving them their money perhaps they've just brainwashed people so bad that Eventbrite, they're not even going to have to give them money
0: I don't think I think they're doing I I wonder about Eventbrite like they how many they mustn't be f- thriving in this environment like they're just i think they are just a standalone company where you send out invitations and since there are basically no invitations they have to be having problems maybe they they uh, you know maybe they want a loan like i i don't know how the mechanism works for this but i know like i've i just saw in the newspaper yesterday it said uh huge giant corporate housing owners are making insane profits for suburban housing for six figure people. And I've been saying that all along, like the smaller landlords just can't keep up with the rising rents or the demographic matching, but the big corporate renters can get way ahead of it and they're greatly benefiting. So I feel like these policies are picking winners maybe the mechanisms aren't always crystal clear, but these this this kind of play along go along to get along may result in cheaper loans for these people.
1: There's going to be an epidemic of evictions. They're already starting these corporate landlords have already started to oh, evict them. They're not allowed to, but they're trying to start the process and they're intimidating people who aren't who are unaware of the moratorium and they're trying to pressure them to pay them money right away. And then if they do, they turn right around and they file another eviction on them if they hadn't paid the full amount and They are scaring the daylights out of people. Once that moratorium is up in January, if it's not extended, there will be a flood of people who end up homeless on the streets. And these corporate companies are getting richer. You're right.
0: The rents in the suburbs are going up. The rents in the city, I mean, people are moving, right? So wherever they're being left behind... I'm not afraid, except for in the cities like in New York where they close everything and they don't let you go out. I mean, you don't have to be afraid to not really be able to survive in New York anymore. And aren't they bringing the lockdowns back there?
1: Yeah, they had the curfew that they put in place and they're talking about enacting lockdowns in Jersey and New York now.
0: I have a shout out. Our friends at the paperboy podcast oh, which yeah. was very popular when we did an episode with Brandon. Yeah, it was he fun. Uh, yeah, he wants a shout out for his new series. It's called False Flags Matter and it covers false flag events over centuries that have been admitted to by the governments or parties involved and he's got some phenomenal interviews coming up on the subject Jason Burmis, Charlie Robinson, both of those guys are our friends from Union wow, of the yeah. Unwanted.
1: It's a great topic. He's
0: Yeah, Paperboy podcast launched today, and it will run for another... Launch that series today, and it'll run for another three weeks until he moves on to some other wild topics, he says. So, support his show. If you would like a shout-out, the shout-outs are back. Become a patron saint. You not only get a shout-out, but you get the every single live stream, disappearing patron party, everything like that, early release stuff. You get... Uh, tons of extra content. I mean, extra content every single day that we put out a DNB it's all commercial free. It's a great community and you can cancel at any time. So give it a shot. And, uh, also please think about supporting our sponsors, especially around Christmas time. So if you, even if you're just listening to this show, surfing the web, check out some of our sponsors. You can go to the properport.com and up towards the top is the little link you can click to see who they are and how you can support the people who support your favorite show.
1: I just had a product idea for us for the holidays that maybe I can try and create.
0: All right. That would be great because I it actually was rather expensive putting that store up. And I will probably not break yeah, even like, on it like for this,
1: for this years. This <laughs> so buy a T-shirt. <laughs> so did you hear about Ticketmaster? Did I
0: hear about Ticketmaster? <laughs> My Twitter blew up to high heaven. I think it may ha- they may have jumped the gun. I think it was leaked. But what did you hear?
1: That you are going to have to have the vaccine or show that you have a negative test to go to an event.
0: That's that what correct? I saw. There were many, many articles people sent me. And that is what I saw. I think it is not set in stone. I think that was leaked a little bit. The the reaction, I am happy to say, has been utter horror. But I've expected that. And my fear is that my kids will, will get that, even if I, I don't want them to, they'll get it even without telling me. Because they don't have to tell you. It's not like getting an abortion. They can get a vaccination without telling the parents. The schools can yeah. give it to the kids. One of, one of the school things that I read, I'm not sure if it was in this country yet or it was just a World Health Organization recommendation or something was that if you send your kids to school, you're implicitly consenting to them getting a vaccination. But, but here's, here's the question. We know a lot of musicians, right? We've got some friends who are in the business. They do a show. And the venue requires that everybody there has a vaccination or a test. Now, do you have to give up your livelihood? Or do you play the show knowing that you've just asked your fans to get a vaccination?
1: That's a good, good moral question. Also, what happens to people who show up without a vaccination? Are they shot on site, or are they taken off to a gulag? They're
0: definitely not let in. It'll be a scan, but but and it's funny because here's I wonder if they're going to be marked.
1: I seriously wonder if people will be marked with like a the Scarlet Sea we talked about a while ago.
0: I think it won't be positive like that. I think it'll be negative, like you will not have the thing, so you will not be able to get in. But they call it, I think it's Luciferis or whatever it is, yeah. is the glowing Vax print, uh, Vax tattoo ink. And it's just funny because my uncle was a priest and I asked him this question. I was like, you know, I don't want, my dad doesn't want me to get a social security number because it's the mark of the beast, but I can't get a job without it. And he said, yeah, you, you're you not morally You're not morally responsible when they stand between you and your livelihood. If they make that a rule, that's not—that's you doing it under duress. You are not morally responsible for that. So if that's the way the laws are, that's the way the laws are. But I think it's funny that what I call the mark of the beast now may actually be printed on you in something called Luciferian.
1: Yes, your entry bracelet.
0: Or Luciferon, what's it called?
1: It sounds like Luciferian. But it's It a starts bit, with Lucifer
0: yeah. because it means like a light. Yeah. That's why Lucifer is named Lucifer because he was the brightest one,
1: supposedly. I want to make a quick correction from yesterday's show. Okay. I told you that my friend Bob. Hey, Bob, if you're listening, here's, your, Bob. here's your correction. Bob, that Bob, it Bob. wasn't follow the life of a pen. That was his idea. Mm-hmm. That it was follow the life of a lighter And that would be the interesting movie. Oh! So a little bit different, slightly similar, but a little bit different. I just watched the movie Blood
0: Simple, which I think was the first Coen Brothers movie. It was with Francis McDormand and a bunch of other guys. And uh, the lighter featured. The what? The lighter.
1: The lighter featured? Featured. Really? The lighter was a day player? Kind of. Oh, interesting.
0: So, Bob, go watch Blood Simple. Get back to
1: it. Yeah, there you go, Bob. Hopefully it's, uh, it's, hopefully it's not the same idea. Slightly different. But it was
0: different. It was different. But I'm just saying that lighter has a story to tell.
1: All of them do. They all do. Because people steal lighters <laughs> and people steal pens. That's why I got confused, I think. And the patron Very 15, bastards. I will tell you about what John Brennan thinks needs to be done in the next 68 or however many days is left of Trump's presidency.
0: I will tell you, look to Belarus, not Sweden. And I'll tell you why. And I'll also throw in why Lindsey Graham is helping Trump do to the GOP what Trump did to the USFL.
1: Ooh, interesting. I wonder what. uh, Yeah, I can't wait to find out about that. You guys can find your drive time news blast every week's afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform or the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content that we post every day that we post to DMB, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report. If you want to check out our Rockfin videos, go to rockfin.com. Sign up for a subscription. You get access to not only our content, but access to all of the content on the platform with a subscription. We will talk to you guys tomorrow or in the Patreon 15. Have a fantastic rest of your day.